And now, live from the heart of Sherwood Forest, robbing the rich and keeping the dough, it's Punky. This is Punky. This is Punky. Gooper, Gooper, Heck Tollow. Well done, you found Punky Radio. My name's Paul B. Edwards. My name's Tony Hearn. And this is The Sewer Rats. My baby is at Gross Rock, and I am not. My baby is at Gross Rock, and I am not. She just posted a picture, she looks so fucking hot. My baby is at Gross Rock, I don't know what to do. She went there with a friend, I told her it was cool. My baby is at Gross Rock, and I am not. She just posted a picture, she looks so fucking hot. My baby Listening to Gnarly Wave underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job in the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was some punk rock from Cologne, Germany, Tony, from the album Magic Summer, and that is the Sewer Rats, and my baby is at Grows Rock, and I am not. And it's only, I think, the second track we've played off that album. We got it earlier this year, and it's really good. Gonna have to go back and have another look at that one as well. Um, what is the Sewer Rats band page? sewerrats.bandcamp.com It is the sewerrats.bandcamp.com T-H-E-S-E-W-E-R-R-A-T-S dot bandcamp.com Paulie Internet one Tony Neal and um, this is going to come up a couple of times this show and uh, I'll give you all the help I can to get these things right Okay Alright hmm. including track three which I even went as far as not putting the the on the name of the band yeah. And it is there, so it's all right. We'll get there in time. Okay. Um, I've got some additional material for you, Tony. Cracking. I've actually got quite a bit. I'd like to thank Jeff for being um, so thorough this week. If you have... He sent us a page and a half. Um, wow. If you have got a joke or poem you'd like to send me, please do email paulieb at punkyradio.com. Type your email comedy suburbs if it's a joke and poetry corner if it's a poem Jeff's done a bit of both this week so we'll do the quick one first uh, what do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question <laughs> I don't know well or the thing I? is how it's written here is brilliant because it says what? well you don't get anything do you right yeah. so the thing is but the way it's written and because he's so polite he says what do you get when you cross a joke with a rhetorical question Jeff nice <laughs> is that the answer <laughs> I was terribly confused to start with now we've got a longer story from Jeff as well here right now he says now um, and this is actually titled Comedy Suburbs forward slash true story Okay. And what I've done, in true style, I haven't even read it yet, so anything could happen here. Excellent. 
Here goes from Jeff, and thank you, Jeff, by the way. And when I was eight years old, my father took me to a funeral for a friend of his, a man I'd never met. When we got there, I stayed at the back near the corner, just waiting for it to be over. A man walked over to me and said, enjoy your life, kid. Time flies. Look at me now. I wasted most of mine. Then he ruffled my hair and left. When it was over, my father held my hands as I walked by the coffin. I looked in and it was him, the man who talked to me. No joke. I was traumatized. I couldn't get a full night's sleep. I had constant nightmares. It was years before I could go to bed without a nightlight. I was afraid to be left alone. Years later, I discovered something that changed my life. The dead bastard had a twin. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I have got one more from him, but I'm going to save it for later on in the show. As I say, if you think you can do better than Jeff with jokes, poems, stories, whatever you want to send, really, just email paulieb at punkyradio.com and tightly whatever you like, quite frankly. I'll read it. Hmm. Now... Um, two songs in a row now, Tony, from a CD that we over us so CD, a box set that we have been irregularly featuring on the show over the last four or five weeks. Um, that's come from Cherry Red, and it's called "Make More Noise," and it's a four—I say four disc, four CD. It's a four-section collection. If you're getting it online, um, of girl-fronted or girl bands in indie, alternative punk etc between 1977 and 1987 i would got the years a little bit wrong before it's an entire decade and we're on to disc four so this is the last week we will be featuring it we've once again picked four songs from it um and we're going to play two in a row now they're ever so good these and this is a fantastic box set i know i'm always gushing about cherry red releases that sounds potentially more dubious than it should have done but anyway stay tuned for the del Monas, who we will speak about not at length, but we will speak about after we've heard them. But first of all, Tallulah Gosh, Tony. Okay. Who were a short-term student band from Oxford. Now, that would be enough to make all alarms ring, raise, what do you want to call it? But yeah, they're actually really good. And uh, I couldn't find a website about them, can't find anything about them at all, other than a Wikipedia page and some information in various articles. So don't bother looking for Tallulah Gosh. I just think it'll end up being Tory MPs. Um, mm. So, but I am going to give you the point. Every time I haven't got something, I will give you the point. All right. Excellent. So, Tony One, Paul Levine, and Step One, and this is Tallulah Gosh from the Cherry Red box set, Make More Noise, and this is Don't Go Away. The Brown Hole. I'm coming home, baby, now. I'm coming home now, right? 
sorry now I ever went away Listening to Rich Norton sound underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job on the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was the Delmonas, as opposed to the thing that was in your notes that just said Delmonas. The Delmonas and a track called Coming Home, Baby, which is a cover. You will have recognised it. I only realised after I'd put these down that the, the last two tracks were Don't Go Away and Coming Home, Baby. I mean, make your mind up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, the Delmonas, Tony, well, I didn't realise this. I had to Wikipedia them. Okay. And discovered, and I've got a Delmonas album, you think I would have known really, um, that they were originally girlfriends of band members of the rather well-known Kentish Garage band of the 80s, The Milkshakes, or The Milkshakes, and uh, they became the head coatees. Terribly long story, but anyway, I've got a great album by them. I think that song's on, in fact. Absolutely great band. Um... I actually thought they were a French band because some of the songs they sing, they sing in French. That's nothing. What I'm getting around to is there's no website for them, no Facebook page for them, no nothing for them. There is something for the head coatees, the band that was after them, but there's not a Wikipedia page for them either. So guess what, Tony? Do I get the point? I'm giving you the point. Excellent. Tony 2, Paulie B. Ellen, Step 1. Do check out the Delmonas. There is um, music available from them, not just on this Cherry Red box set, but they're absolutely brilliant. Really, really good band. And I I wish they'd had more success than they did do. I remember um, them doing a version of Peter Gunn uh, oh, right. as well with, with words. Oh. Uh, that was on a Big Beat compilation uh, called The Big Beat Beach Party, which features some cracking stuff. That came out in about 84 or 85 as well. Anyway, show me age. Um, Tony, have you got any Facebook comments for us? I do. That means it must be time for... Facebook, Facebook, tra-la-la-la-la. Facebook, Facebook, tra-la-la-la-la. I'll never tire of that. No. Nope. Frankie Boyle. Frankie Boyle. Didn't say this way, I noticed. I'm maturing. Mm. Um, yes, thanks for your Facebook comments. Uh, if you're on Facebook, please do pop along to the page, facebook.com forward slash punky radio. Do like the page, do leave us a comment, do get in touch, do like to hear from you. Because, um, yeah, it, make, it makes my week. That and a twat, of course. So, of course, yeah. just got the one this week. Timo's been in touch. Hectolo Timo. Is it, I think he's. It's, Timo's not one to complain. Um, but, so he says, Heg Tolo, me and me. This is with your tongue in cheek, of course, Tony. Yes, it is. He, he, he regularly moans about me. Of course. Yeah. So he's, but he's not again. alone there. No. Well, 
He's fine. Well, he's generally quite a positive chap. But he is, he, you're right, though. He has been moaning a lot more lately. Well, maybe he's just got used to us. And if he feels he can. Yeah, he puts everyone in the mood. Yeah. Um, he says, shouldn't we just trust the natives on how to pronounce cities slash countries' names? We say Deutschland, you say Germany. We say London, you say London. We say Berlin, you say Berlin. This probably annoys me, annoys me more than it should. I'm not sure where that came from. Did we mispronounce yes, something? it's a very, very good point. I was making fun of the fact... I, you'll, I said something like, you'll be telling me next they've changed the name of Peking. Oh, yes. Right. You're right. No, it's an absolutely good point. And it goes back to empire. And what it goes it? back to the British Empire having to write things down because they were hearing words whereas and not understanding the alphabet the words were from, so they were approximating the name of the place with the English alphabet, as I understand it. So it meant lots of things got changed or got um, got um, simplified. And it's, it's a British Empire thing, and that's why we didn't say Beijing, we said Peking, why we didn't say Sri Lanka, we said Ceylon, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and there's absolutely no reason, actually, why we shouldn't just say a place the way the locals say it. You're absolutely right. I agree with you entirely. Yeah, and it would also make it a lot more fun watching the news because world news would leave the news readers in absolute crisis <laughs> it'd be hilarious so I'm all for it I agree with you Timo uh, you're absolutely right it is a particularly English thing although let's face it the Americans and Australians have picked up on it <laughs> yes um, which which again suggests to me it is a kind of British Empire thing and that's the reason for us saying everywhere wrong although saying that it does depend on where you are, even within Germany. Because, for example, Lake Constance is also called Lake, Lake something else. Can't remember what the something else is in very southern Germany. Even the Germans can't make their minds up about how some things are said. Oh, well, there's crazy southern Germans. They're crazy southern Germans, Germans, are they? Not really, no. Not I really. mean, and, and also, we talked about... I have now heard Luxembourgish. I know that's not Stevie Sun Germany, but there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in Mittel Europa. Mm. But yes, thanks for your comment, Timo. Yes, um, you and are we are right, on your side, in fact, Timo. I was. I, I know the reference. I know what what you're referring to. It was a throwaway comment by me that was in jest. And uh, but you're absolutely right. It makes no sense to me at all why we can't say things the way other people do. Yep. Or at least an approximation of. He's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is it for Facebook. So that concludes. Facebook, Facebook, tra la 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 la. Facebook, Facebook, tra la 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 la. I'll never tire of that. Nope. Thank you, Boyle. Thank you, Boyle. I'm saving my swearing for the end of the show this oh, week. Oh, are right? you? Um, yeah. Um, so, Morons, Morons, Tony. Uh, they are a band. We've played a couple of tracks off their latest album. They are, via Slovenly Records, Garage Punk from Warsaw. And my goodness, these chaps rock out. Cool. Right. What is Morons Morons Facebook page? Facebook.com forward slash Morons Morons. Facebook.com forward slash Morons Morons Punk. Um. Morons Morons Punk. M-O-R-O-N-S M-O-R-O-N-S P-U-N-K. Point of the internet to Tony 2 and this is Sidewalk Service. <laughs>
listening to the Spy Tones underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job in the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was Morons, Morons and Sidewalk Service, and we will play another track by them off that album before the end of the year. To continue the conversation of the British saying things wrong, I had to think about that during that record, and actually there's a massive, massive, massive anomaly here in terms of the British Empire, which is Italy, right? Okay. I don't know why nearly every town in Italy we say different to the Italians, but I was just thinking of some. So Rome, we say Rome, they say Roma, and they're right, it's their place. Yeah. They say Pizia, we say Venice. Right? They say Firenze, we say Florence. They say Torino, we say Turin. None of it makes any sense. And I have to go back to the drawing board there and come to the conclusion that actually the English are just a bit thick. You know, saying that, when because it has been known that I, I tend to drive across Europe. Oh, true, yeah. I do pass a lot of signs, and I'm pretty sure all the French signs have the French name for the, the place. So yeah, the well, French will just about something different. That. I was just about to mention that because the French are as bad as us. Yeah. In fact, it's London, but they say Londres. Yeah. What's the point of that? Where you got that from, French people? Once again, the people cocking up the world are the English and the French. There you historically. Go. Yeah. There's, and there are no hands across the ocean. <laughs> no, we're going to cock it up. No, we're going to cock it up. We'll fight you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I just remembered that, yeah, because I did notice that on the way across. But anyway. So, after thinking about that, Timo, actually, fuck off. There you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, quite clearly the French do it as well. Uh, right, that doesn't make it all right, though. No. And that's still, I think, my only swearing of the first half so far, but there's still time. So, Tony, did you do anything last week? Uh, it was uh, quite a heavy work week. Um, it was quite, it's getting very busy um, so all of a sudden, which is never a bad thing. Person. Um, did I manage to do a bit of work on my cover? Uh, got the drums and the bass down uh, for the cover. Uh, and bearing in mind the song that it is, the, they are quite important. Yeah, um, I saw that. I saw that you posted a very, very difficult quiz about the bassline. <laughs> I, I didn't think anyone would get it from the bassline, but clearly it was more obvious than I thought it, it was. In entirety, it was absolutely <laughs> obvious. People that have never heard the song knew what it was. Yeah. I, was I still don't know, know how you drop the thing in Octave, though, because when I tried to do it it, it, it dropped everything to the same note. But maybe that's an audacity thing that doesn't work, uh, an audition thing that I, does. I use audition, yeah, and you can drop it 12 semitones, right. and it, right. it works out really well. Excellent. Well, I believe I may now have audition. You do. Brilliant. Very so, exciting. Uh, get that done. It's, it's good. Oh, I'm going to have bass. <laughs> mm. It's a shame I've got bass, though. If you had a bass, anyway. Well, of course not. But yeah, so I did, so did, did that. Um, and then I went to the hospital today, as mentioned last week. Uh, and I'm all fine. Blimey. Um, I, I've got a... Ma- uh, uh, I went with a possible macular hole right. uh, in my eye. Uh, and apparently it's just a scar. That apparently it's quite a common thing for people who are short-sighted. Oh, okay. um, so all fine. Is that because end. people who are short-sighted walk into things? Is yes, that how I think so? Scar. It's quite expected. <laughs> Apparently, it stretches quite a lot. And thing, I don't know. The, the doctor wasn't really uh, uh, giving me much information. Uh, oh. From I was okay. Uh, it it, it, it wasn't a great experience at the hospital, but more power to the NHS and all that. Um, I will put today off as one of those bad days uh, for everyone involved. But uh, yeah, it I wasn't fun. I think sometimes that. As far as doctors go, when they're talking to you, it's very much on a need-to-know basis. Yes. <laughs> it's a conflict situation. It's just, just go, what's wrong with me? Oh, you'd never understand. Let's call it this. He's just very dismissive about it. He says, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And, and, and what is it? What, can you give me a bit more information? It's yeah. been 11 months I was, since I was told that, oh, there's probably something wrong fine. with your eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also... <laughs> When I was, and this is this is quite boring. But uh, when I went to the opticians last year, he was, they found something in my right eye. So when I got there today, the doctor says, "So there's something in your left eye." Then I said, no. Yeah, well, look, I have that every time I go. Though I've misdiagnosed. Every, oh, the, the notes are wrong. Could terrible. But he had not. So we had a bit of an argument about which eye it was in. And he, he just kept pointing out the letter said left, and I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, like, wish, mm. so look, the letter can say what it likes. Yeah, it's my head. I, 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 but when someone tells you there's possibly a hole in your eye, you tend to remember which eye it is. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. 
Bad day, Joel, I'm sure. After stories like that, you can understand why occasionally doctors chop the wrong leg off, can't you? (laughs) 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 Very much so. At least it was just your eye. It was, yeah. And and all is good. Uh, So that's good. uh, How was your week? Well... I didn't do PVE TV except for online snap. I'll talk about that in just a second. Um, I did do my tour with a mighty two people on Saturday. Excellent. Thank you very much, Boris. Thank you very much, Nottingham City Council. Between you, you've screwed me. Um, but it was good fun. And I got back, we played snap. And I tried to do a Facebook event for it. Now, I'm no stranger to Facebook events. Hmm. I did the event from the page, but they... They've messed things up and made things complicated once again to try and get money out of you. So when I came to try and invite people to the event, there was no button to invite people to the event. All it said instead was, would you like to boost this event with an advert and you can invite your friends? And I thought, oh, you, I'm not going to swear. I'm saving it for the second half of the show. I've done my swear word for this one. Okay. I was not happy about that. Anyway, it meant that we got one or two different people when I did finally get the event on there and we started up but one or two different people to the game of Snap which I hadn't announced till that day uh, including this woman who came online she was only there for a short time it looked like the kind of person that just rocks in scams everyone does something and rocks off again and I was a little bit worried about that but it didn't happen this woman came on called Sony S-O-N-I right. I hope I pronounced that in the correct manner hmm. and all, all she said two lines she made two comments the first one was, your voice is magnificent. Okay. Which obviously very much play junk. Yeah. Well, you say that, but the <laughs> second line was, I'm from Pakistan. Right, I went, okay. Well, thank you for that. Any more? No, gone. I thought that's it. Everyone's going to find their wallets empty, something bad about But no, nothing bad happened. She was just randomly finding it, seeing it and watching it. So much so that a few minutes later, this other guy comes on and says, I'm from Pakistan as well. I went, brilliant. Do you want to play Snap? No, gone again. So I'm not sure how online Snap invaded Pakistan at the weekend, but it did appear to. And I'd like to thank the Pakistanis, or certainly a representative of them, for saying that my voice was magnificent. Hmm. I can only agree. There you go. So that was that. That was the sum total of me last week, because I didn't have... Because I'm taking a break from Bongs of Praise. Uh, I didn't have two or three weeks, uh, two or three days recording a song that would last three minutes on there. I didn't have the other stuff. And I, I, I treated last week as a week off. Yeah, it must have felt a bit like that. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, yeah. how was it? Was it good? Yeah, what I, did, I, I, what I did was I stayed up till four o'clock in the morning every day watching films and stuff. And then I slept until midday at least every day. Got up and thought, ah, oh, don't need to do anything away. Glorious. Yeah, it's brilliant. It was very much like a normal working week, actually. <laughs> to be fair. All right, then. Let's play something from the vaults. Uh, we're going back to 2014 here. Okay. Florida Skate Punks, who are still active, I'm pleased to say. So you can still hear, or when they get the chance to play again, um, the Antidotes. Played a couple of tracks by them, really good. And then once again, you know, because every once in a while, I get so much, so much music come through in one hit that really good albums just get lost because we'll play one track or maybe two and then some other stuff comes along probably didn't originally give this album what it deserved the airtime it deserved so we're going to play another track now uh, what is the Antidotes Bandcamp page the Antidotes at Bandcamp.com simple as that so the, the actual name is T-H-E space A-N-T-I-D-O-N apostrophe T-S that's the antidotes but the Bandcamp page is the antidotes T-H-E A-N-T-I-D-O-N-T-S dot Bandcamp dot com Tony 3 probably the internet 2 and this is P-M-A Yeah. 
Listening to 50 Foot Combo underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job in the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was the Antidotes and PMA. And uh, again, that album came out six years ago, but I think they've done other stuff since, so it's worth checking out their Bandcamp page, theantidotes.bandcamp.com. Tony, have you got any gigs for us? No. Time to freestyle it. <laughs> yes, if you do have a gig, uh, do email me, tony at punkyrage.com. If they're happening, they may be happening. I'm pretty sure they are. Um, certainly gigs some are being cancelled some seem to be on at the end of November uh, but let me know if you do own a band or there's something happening it is international it doesn't have to be in the UK let me know um, in lieu of gigs uh, as mentioned previously now we have asked few donations during this period and that is still very much the case uh, we could be all locked down now till 2021 who knows changing on a daily basis so if you have, have got a moment and a, a spare bit of cash go to punkyragey.com uh, and on the front page you can uh, either visit either of our bandcamp pages which are linked on the home page you can watch uh, the videos for songs we've recently finished the uh, angry daddy-o's rash in the bog roll and my leave your hat on cover um, and you can buy the music from there alternatively you can just give us some cash uh, click the donate button anything received with thanks does not have to be a lot of money couple of quid enough for a pint anything would appreciate it only if you can afford it and you do, you do not have to do this or if you if you do need to buy yourself a mask you can also contribute by buying a punky mask uh, go to the store which is cafepress.com forward slash punky radio or again it's linked on the website uh, buy a punky mask uh, they're $25 appreciate they are not the cheapest but one you're donating to is two they are washable so there you go. Um, Brilliant. So yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, Always looking, masks. Always looking. There's bound to be a talking point in the supermarket. Uh, you can almost guarantee that, that you will be the only person wearing one. In uh, your town, but uh, globally. Probably in your state. Oh, yes. Taking off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's only one of you know, we're walking around the world. Right. So, yeah. So, anyway, go. that would be very nice. If you can do anything there that helps out at all, that would be very nice. The UK is looking at something that's going to resemble another lockdown. They're talking about making it a two-week half-term and shutting everything. All sorts of things might be happening here, but the long and the short of it is it's going to further damage any chance I've got of earning any money at all for the foreseeable future. Tony will continue to be fine. Mm-hmm. I will continue to not be. Mm. Yeah. And this goes for a lot of other people in the same boat as me as well. It isn't like my situation is unique in the world. I appreciate that. But right now, I am super screwed. Yes. Super screwed. Super I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm super screwed, yeah. Mm. Super screwed. Um, something that I may have been in my lifetime. Okay. Uh, but can't remember a single occasion when I came out out the back. That sounds wrong. When I came out of the back of something thinking, I've just been super screwed. Um no. So, I think we ought to play a song, Tony. Okay. All right. So, The Short Fuses. Loud, soulful rock and roll from Minneapolis, US of A, Tony. Hmm. And again, we played one track off this album, I think. We should have played more. You're going to find out why. Um, what is The Short Fuses' Facebook page? Facebook.com forward slash The Short Fuses. It is. Hmm. Tony Four. Paulie B on Internet 2, and this is The Pink.
listening to Madalitso Band underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job on the bed speak, Tony. That's okay. That was The Short Fuses and The Pink. Are you doing anything this week? I think it's it's, it's another one of those working weeks. It's got really busy. Uh, at least three or four day a week. Right. Uh, we'll try and finish my cover off, but I don't fancy my chances. Right. Um yeah, it, it's been working. Shall the deadline this week, Tony? No, no, don't. But this one, this one's gonna. I'm gonna mould this one a little bit. Right. Um, that's it. I think it's quite relatively dull. The big thing was the hospital, which I went to today, and then it's just yeah. work after that. What, what are you up to? I'm. I will be trying to get to grips with my new laptop that I finally saved up for. It took me a very long time. It cost me way more than I could afford, and has left me absolutely brassy, of course. But it was necessary because. Uh, I'd reached the point now where I couldn't do any more than I was doing with the equipment I had and quite frankly the laptop that I'm using again today is pretty much outdated and that's the one for that I have the music and stuff on that I sent you and the other one the little one I never got to grips with and will be selling yes so thank you very much for setting that up for me I'll be doing that I also do have my last tour of the season this Saturday um, and we've sold six tickets Oh, how exciting! Means Excellent. there's only four remaining. Now, whether the tour will be able to go ahead by Saturday, I don't know the way the government are going. But anyway, at present, everything seems to be all right, and anything they do isn't going to be done this week. There are now there was going to be an announcement made this evening, but I think they've held it back until tomorrow now. Right. Um, okay. Which I'm not unhappy about because it means it probably won't involve this weekend, but it's still a pain. Um, so we'll see. Anyway. Uh, as a piece of advice to everybody, can you not get COVID nineteen, please? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that'd yeah. be really good. It doesn't matter what lengths you take not to do it. Whether you're staying at home, whether you're going out wearing a mask, whether you are in company but no more company than you should be in. And I know I've changed my tone completely from since lockdown in the UK first started. But the only way. We're going to get this thing under control as if everyone behaves themselves. And I don't like saying that. I quite like people behaving badly, quite frankly. But this is just something that's going to be tedious. It's just going to be tedious. So I'm not on about the kind of government control side of things. I'm just saying just do what you can personally to not spread the infection. I was surprised. I mean, today's the first day I caught public transport because generally I've been working from home or yeah. driving. Uh, so I got the tram to the hospital and the tram back and the bus. Right. Loads of people wearing, not wearing masks. One woman oh, really? on the tram, more or less quite, because it was quite close up to my face. She had a mask in her hand while she was talking to her mate. Right. <clears throat> because and what it's I have quite seen prevalent. On, on the tram each Saturday is that nearly everyone has been wearing a mask, to be yeah, fair. No, not today. Right, so, well, maybe it's like, perhaps it's the, the weekend mask wearers are doing all right, but the ones during the week aren't. Mm. Um, but look, I still, you know, we've had this discussion about masks. I don't want to sound like an anti-masker, and I'm sure you don't want to sound like the opposite, but um, I don't really know how much difference wearing a mask, but I'm sure it makes some difference, but I, I, I don't think it's, it's the one thing that's going to tip it. But no, if you've but got one, just wear it. It's been everything, and, isn't and it? It's the distance, yeah. the mask. Uh, it's just do your bit, like you said before. Just do do yeah. your bit. I mean, I just, I mean, my own personal opinion about masks, and this isn't obviously with any scientific background at all, but is that if you're wearing one, you're more conscious of the fact that you're wearing one, so you're more conscious of the fact that you will social distance a little bit more. And if it does prevent infection as well, then great. But I think it's actually just getting used to wearing the muzzle. <laughs> which is what it feels like to me yeah, it's, it's half the battle it's in no way comfortable at all but to have it right. in your hand and not wear it oh that's just it's that's stupid just, just completely ridiculous um, and you, it's yeah. very straightforward I mean the one thing the one place you can't avoid being in close proximity with each other is on public transport so do yourself a favour and if you're not going to wear a mask keep your mouth shut yeah. don't just have a chat with your mate well, anyway. so I won't be catching that again uh, but right. yeah so that's it that's the only right. thing I noticed alright let's play two songs in a row then okay two bands could not be more different from each other if I was going to introduce these bands in an old fashioned metaphor they would be wait for cheese but first up chalk um, being skeletal family who 
Right, so they were from Keithley in West York. So we've had a discussion about the pronunciation of Keithley previously. Yeah. And and I would describe them as goth pioneers. There was, there was quite the goth scene going on in West Yorkshire during the very late 70s, very early 80s, sort of proto-goth, when Sister Mercy got going and Southern Death Cult became Death Cult, became, became Cult. They were all from around there as well. And Skeletal Family were one of the goth founders, but would have described themselves as post-punk to start with, but they became goth. You know what I'm saying here. Fat boy, are you listening? You've started listening to us again just when we've got some goth for you. So, um, and this band appear to still be active sporadically. They get back together for the odd festival and things, I think. You can find out more about Skeletal Family via their website, Tony, which is? Uh, Skeletalfamily.com simple as that Tony 5 probably being set too you've won this week and their name which I actually already knew but I was reminded of today I'm not showing off here but was from a track on the David Bowie Diamond Dogs album which I think is called Dance of the Skeletal Family mm. what I didn't know is that it came out in 1974 blimey wow so I was four when the song came out that this band would later be named after. Anyway, that's the long and short of it. Stay tuned for Darling Buzz. This is Burning Oil. than a one-legged cat trying to bury shit on a frozen pond. Yeah. 
you're listening to Quiet Bats underneath us right now. Thanks for doing such a great job on the beds this week, Tony. That's okay. That was Darling Buds, a track called Spin. Uh, I'll talk about Darling Buds in just a second. What I forgot to say before Skeletal Family was these two tracks were taken from the Cherry Red compilation, Make More Noise. We've now played 16 songs from it over five or six weeks, and um, the ones from each representative set or CD, whatever you're doing, whether you download it or not. And I think it gives you the idea of just how just how good it is because I've tried to avoid the ones by the better known bands. There's a really interesting track on here that is a demo of Crash by the Primitives. Okay. Which is so different to the the eventual single that gives you an idea about how songs come together. Mm-hmm. And it's got incredibly bizarrely almost exactly the same end. But anyway, we haven't played it. We played this one instead. Uh, what is now I've put Darling Buds but there's also the Darling Buds you've already won so it's alright but what is and I I will call them the Darling Buds to help you out what is the Darling Buds Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the Darling Buds band facebook.com forward slash the Darling Buds official Mm. Paulie Beans Net 3 Tony 5 you've still won it hands down I know I gave you a couple of points but hey if you can't give that to a friend what can you do Tony that's right and that was the flexi version. Now, most of you younger listeners won't know what a flexi disc is, but flexi discs were thin plastic records that would only play on one side that were given out in magazines before you started getting CDs in magazines. And I had a flexi disc with a strawberry switchblade song on it once upon a time, and they also feature on this CD. So there you go. Um, there was also, there was an Adam and the Ants version of YMCA that came out on Flexi Disc on a magazine, mm-hmm. I remember, and I didn't get it. And it was called ANTS. It's fun to stay with the ANTS. Nice. So Adam and the Ants did a version of YMCA, changed some of the words and called it ANTS. As an aside. Anyway, Tony, hmm. have you got a try? I do. Let, well, shall we just hear the thing then? Please. All right. I'll try and remember to ask at the end as well. Excellent. Thanks for your track nominations. If you do have a track for me, do email me. Tony at punkyradio.com. I want the track's name, where they're from, and a reason for the nomination. It is that simple. All tracks you do thanks. Every track responded to. So, Steve's been in touch again. Peg Tolo Stiv. He has seemed to have uh, cracked open the seal uh, on his twat machine. Um, oh, just before you go any further, speaking of seals, mm. you, right, so this Amazon Prime, Amazon Fire Stick stuff, right? Right. I'll be able to watch it for a short amount of time. And oh, I got right. watching this, this thing called The Boys. Oh, the boys, the boys is great. Right. Loving it, with one exception. Is he called Carl Urban? Yes. But his accent. What a ridiculous accent their voice coach has given that man I, because I, it's I, actually I struggle if he's Australian or British I think it's British exactly. it's, it's, it's a relatively good Cockney but they've got the A wrong so he says part rather than part and I think and he's, he said twat as well I think in one episode oh god yeah he's made some major major errors that are really winding me up yeah because Softman Peg is in it why did American Simon Pegg have a word with him? Simon Pegg's in it doing what I assume is a passable American accent, but he should have been able to say to Carl Urban, look, mate, you've got that completely wrong. He's also, whoever it is, they have given him a lot of good English phrases. For example, that's bloody diabolical. Hmm. But there's some other ones that just don't make any sense, and there's some stuff that doesn't make any sense, and it has irritated me beyond belief. Right. And when his mum, sorry, his grandma shows up, or his mum, she's even worse. But anyway, I'll let that go. It is a good show, though. Yeah, it's great. I really like the angle of basically superheroes all being arseholes. <laughs> Major arseholes, yeah. Super arseholes. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm watching season two as it's coming out, so I'm mm. waiting for season five, I think, at the minute. It's the, great. The start of season two I thought was great, and I did also finally see the fourth season of Last Man on Earth, something that I'd been watching before it was taken off Channel 4 and then ended up 
on Amazon Prime and I saw the last season of that and the very first episode of season four of Last Man on Earth features Jack Black in one of the most brilliant cameos in anything ever, ever. Oh. But anyway, cool. sorry. That's fine. Sears been in touch. Uh, he says, Hey, Tolo, Tony and Paul. I know I'm getting a little more wound up than usual about the election in the USA, but what happened on that? But what happened on Friday is the reason I think the USA may be over before we get to 2025. Right. I will try to be as brief as possible. On Friday, a much admired Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and it was within, a sad day. It was it, a sad day. It too. was. Um. And within a couple of hours, the majority leader of the Senate, Mitch McConnell, said that he would make sure that Trump's nomination for her replacement would get a vote as soon as possible. This is only seven weeks ahead of the election for president. This is the same Mitch McConnell who did not allow a vote on Obama's nomination for a new justice because it was nine months before an election just four years ago. Oh, yeah. McConnell, like Trump, is a Republican and Obama is of the other party. The majority of the polls now show Trump behind, so this may be his only chance to install another right-wing judge to lifetime appointment on our Supreme Court. Right, I, I will just I will just interrupt you there you and are? say the polls mean nothing. Absolutely yes. nothing. I still expect Trump to win. I don't want him to, but I still expect Trump to win. Don't listen to the polls. This is exactly what happened with Brexit when, it, when, it, when all the Remainers believed the polls and all the Brexiteers didn't and just went out and voted the way th- that they wanted to in as many numbers as they could and they won it so be be very wary of trusting polls do not count any chickens uh, yes. vote yeah do, take, get your vote vote in person vote early vote online whatever you do just make sure you and do vote this issue may also be mentioned further on this track but I will say that there is no history I, I, I watched the a thing on this I know but no Supreme Court judge in history has been appointed within seven weeks of another one actually dying yeah so it's and for Trump and her dying wish was that the next president of the United States would appoint her successor so not only would Trump be doing something that's been done before but he would be going against the dying wish of a former member of the Supreme Court who not only was a woman but also but also Democrat and if they appoint a Republican or certainly a right-wing judge the right-wingers on the Supreme Court will be six to three and it could basically it could turn the states back into something decidedly draconian hmm uh, we'll, we'll see what happens but yes yeah, bad times uh, I don't think I think Trump would do whatever. I don't think he cares. Anyway. Of course he doesn't, and it's in his interest. It's in it's in the Republican Party's interest to get someone on board as soon as possible. The only way that it would almost be all right was if they appointed a woman, or, for want of a better expression, let's use the the American expression, a person of color. It well, still won't be any good though. Uh, yeah, I don't think they do that either. But anyway. Um, Mitch McConnell um, back to that so yeah so he also apologies I will stop sending his twats about US politics after the election I have in the meantime I can't help myself Steve it's absolutely fine yeah, do not worry about it send it we, we get we had no twats for such a long time I will take what I can get and plus these are genuine twats so um, do send it this doesn't always have to be someone you know or some big pop star or something it, it can no. be politics it can be it can be a bit yeah. more real but uh, as an aside mm. I'm very very surprised that Total Talk Nonsense the podcast that we used to be affiliated with and friends of didn't come back to life for the Trump administration crazy wasn't it they, they've yeah. never done one Trump episode either, they, have they incredible incredible yeah, very strange um, let's do this right then Yes. So, so for his hypocrisy and the uh, the power grabbing that's going to happen or attempt to power grab, Mitch McConnell from Kentucky is a twat. And if you appoint anyone from Kentucky, you've got a major problem. Um, and and my, my apologies to the few people in Kentucky that are all right now. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the chicken place. Um, mm. Now, I am going to let's hear, let's hear the song again. There then. you go. Pizza. 
I've still got something else to read out in this section, Charlie. This comes from Nick Lyons. You might remember Nick. You will in a second. Because he, <laughs> he says, G'day, Paulie. How you fucking doing? Right, and that's a better Cockney that accent. Doing, Carl Urban, rather? Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a better Cockney accent than Carl Urban manages. And it's clearly Australian, mate. <laughs> Cheers for the shout-out the other week, fucking mad dog, Cobber. You're the only cunt who says bogus correctly. So fucking on you. The cunt who named the band is from Worcestershire. And he made up, or as Australians say, Worcestershire I. And he made up the word because he was getting heckled by some wanker yobbos and their kids. He said that even the fucking toddlers are bogans, little fucking bogler cunts. Because we're in lockdown, I can't, I can't jam. So I made this demo to tide me over. It features you, mate. It's rough because I can't fucking drum for shit, but you'll get the fucking point. Cheers again, cunt. Nico. <laughs> <laughs> these are the kind of emails I love so yes. anyway our, our last track this week rather unashamedly on my part but it features me it also features you Tony okay you're going to enjoy this but probably not for the right reason <laughs> right uh, I should say the good time Aussie Bodlers were brought to our attention a few weeks ago they are lunatic Ballarat noise nicks Tony and right. I don't know whether you know about the town about the town of Ballarat but it was a gold mining town in Victoria in Australia which is more locked down than pretty much anywhere else on earth hmm. so they've really not been able to get about down there uh, what is the I'm saying the I'm leaving the out right as another clue what is Good Time Aussie Bogler's Bandcamp page Good Time Aussie Bogler's Bandcamp.com it is Tony Six Full of Internet Three and Good Time is Good Time Aussie A U S S I E Boglers B O G A L A R S dot Bandcamp dot com. My apologies in advance for what you're about to hear, not because of the music, but because of me. This is Good Time Aussie Boglers and the deliciously titled Cunt Punk. What's going on, Paulie? <laughs> Here is one tune from the fucking band, the Boglers. We from Australia and we play Cunt Punk. was good time Aussie Boglers and cunt punk and my apologies <laughs> it's great that is the size of it for this week I will say the uh, the previous section was particularly long I hope you understand why it was justified they do say in radio no link should be longer than the record before it or the record after what you've just seen there was a 12 minute link and a one minute song but there you go um that's about it for this week Tony maybe you could mention one or two ways people can listen to the show don't forget visit our website punkyradio.com latest show on the front page uh, all the shows in the archive in the shows menu uh, and the aforementioned videos and links you can follow on there um, you can find us on padunkradio.com radioandrew.se and radiofolkson.com if you are down with The Fi you can find us on Spotify open the Spotify app search for Punky in the podcast section will be the top uh, and finally if you do have an Alexa device download the Punky Radio skill for Alexa it's free thanks to Poco for that add it to your device tell her what to do she'll give you a gooper gooper um, and play you some Punky and, and you then know, she'll kill us and she? yeah she, she, might, she might not directly kill us but you know her and her, her horde uh, the horde uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it okay, the rampaging the Alexas yes there there's a name for a band right there yeah. They can probably play some Aussie cunt punk, mate. There you go. I hope you all have a good week. I look forward to talking to you next week. I'll try and keep it a little bit briefer. In the meantime, say goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Tony. A poog, a poog. But you can't.